You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 250. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm your host, Christina Cantors, speaker, coach, and founder of The C Method, where I help high-performing professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. You can learn more at thecmethod.com. So, as you know, this is episode 250, which is quite a milestone. I must say that's pretty exciting. And we're almost at the uh, five-year anniversary of this podcast as well. So in March, March 2020, because I started this podcast in March 2015. So by March this year, that will be the five-year anniversary of this podcast. So I want to say a big, big thank you to you, dear listener, for being a supporter, for listening, for downloading, sharing, leaving an iTunes review. I know I don't ask for that very often, but for those of you who have, thank you. Um, It's been a beautiful journey and I've learned a lot. I've met some wonderful people and not only from people I've interviewed on the podcast, but also I've met so many podcast listeners and heard from so many of you who have shared with me how much this show has helped you, helped your career, helped you in your life, helped you with your mindset, which is just wonderful to hear. So I want to thank you so much for all your support. Now for this episode, I thought I would do a recap, we might say, maybe a a best of, a highlights reel, perhaps, let's call it that, a highlights reel of the last 50 episodes that I've done. So this is over the last year, pretty much, the last year of podcasts. I've had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing some wonderful people and I thought I would use this opportunity to reflect back on the last year and to share with you some of the key um, points, the key stories, some of the highlights that I really resonated with from the last year from a select number of guests. So what I'll do is I'll introduce you to the person and I'm going to play an excerpt from that conversation and I'll also give you the episode number Um, if you want to go back and listen to that whole episode. So if you did miss any of these, then I highly recommend you go back and listen. All right, before we get into that, I do want to let you know that the C-Method Academy is now open for registrations. As you may have heard last week, we did open the doors. Um, If you're new to the podcast, the the C-Method Academy is my monthly members and accountability training program where you get access to monthly masterclasses, which which consist of videos and templates, and they're much more in-depth than what you get on this podcast. So you get access to masterclasses, monthly webinars. These are live sessions with myself. And you also get access to our online Slack community where you get to connect with the other members as a way to support each other and encourage each other. So if you're looking to overcome your fears and your anxieties, if you want to be a more confident speaker, a more effective leader, then the Academy is the place for you. So to join, go to thecmethod.com slash join. That's thecmethod.com slash join. Membership will only be open until next Wednesday. That is the 4th of March. So make sure you sign up before doors close. 
All right, let's get into this week's episode. And the first person that I would like you to meet or be reintroduced to is the beautiful Samantha Saki, who is from the Self Club. And we had a conversation in episode 223, and the episode is called What is Self-Awareness and Why is it Important? Now, Samantha started talking about how she is her own best friend and what she does to build a strong relationship with herself. And I love this this part of our conversation. So here's Samantha Saki. My journey of self-development has been becoming my own best friend literally. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm just such good friends with myself. Like I have such a good time by myself. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's like me and myself, we just <laughs> hang out. We're besties. You know? Literally this morning and today was like my day for my things. And, uh, this morning I was alone at home, you know, and I was like meditating and just like talking to myself and I'm just in such a good vibe when I'm with myself, you know? What do you say when you talk to yourself? Um, I, I, I laugh a lot. I laugh a lot okay. because because I'm laughing at the fact that I'm talking to myself and that it's so okay. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm so, I'm just so relieved that I allow myself to be me. That, yes. That's why I'm so happy. Because before, oh my God, it was so tiring to be in my head, you know, because, and I, and I was just, I just gave a talk last night about self-love yep. and it was about like acknowledging yourself and kind of letting yourself be. And the problem today and we're so caught up in like overthinking and over like rationalizing everything and it's so destructive Mm. because you can't understand you can't understand everything with like logic and rational thought and so you know you you feel something and then you imagine you're angry at something right and then you're like wait I shouldn't feel angry right because I'm supposed to be zen and I'm supposed to be happy all the time or control myself let me let me reframe my thoughts so I can feel and then and then suddenly you're happy but then you're not really feeling happy so then you're like oh I'm you know and then you just start like layering up Mm. And it's like, you just have to stop thinking and maybe just go back and it's like, well, you know, this made me angry. You have to accept, accept. So I've, I've created a space now with myself where I just accept where I am, what I'm doing, who I am, where I'm going. Mm. And, and it's, it's delicious to be there. Accepting where you're at. I just love that. And I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode. That is episode 223 with Samantha Saki. All right, let's move on to the second episode or extract I want to share with you. And it's with Dr. Kristen Guillory. Now, she was in episode 215 and that episode is called Your Personal Story is Powerful. Now, storytelling is something that comes up a lot with my clients. They come to me and they say, I want to be able to tell better stories to bring more humanness, more personality into the workplace. And oftentimes people struggle to tell a story, especially when it's in a presentation or meeting context. You know, we naturally tend to do it ourselves when we're with our friends, when we're catching up for a drink or a coffee. But when it comes to a formal presentation setting, We seem to struggle to tell a really effective story. So here is Dr. Kristen Guillory with a very clear outline and examples of what a compelling story looks like. Here's Dr. Kristen. I believe in 
showing a story rather than telling it. I believe in setting up the scene so you are with me. So I can tell you that I went through something hard, but it's something else to say. I remember it was a Sunday night and it was really cold and I got that phone call. Mm. A phone call I will never forget. And I so it's different when I'm like, I can see the person that you are in a car and that is cold. Now, I also tell my clients, I want you to use verbiage that is natural to you. So an example, an example, I was doing one of my group coaching calls and one of the clients said it was a cold day and I was, I walked in the office to visit the coach. I said, okay, tell me a little bit more about that day. Was it freezing? Was it snowing? She says, it was a dreary, dreary day. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that how you speak? Is that how you speak? And she said, well, no, I didn't know what you wanted me to say. I said, no, tell me, were you freezing? Were you wearing a coat? Was it raining? She said, oh, oh, no, it was freezing. Tell me that. It was freezing, and I was walking across campus to this mandatory meeting with my coach, and I had no idea what she was going to tell me. Tell me that, because now you're telling me, one, this is a meeting that you have no idea of the topic. Two, it's freezing. Three, you were in college, all in 10 seconds. I believe that's really important in just storytelling, but I also believe as speakers that it is essential for us to connect at a heart level. And, an only, and the, one of the only ways to connect at a heart level is to share a story and share part of you and in a way almost relive it, which is hard at, in some moments. That was Dr. Kristen Guillory from episode 215. As you can hear, storytelling is not just about telling a story. It's about sharing a part of you, sharing that human part of you. And on the subject of being human, let's now move on to the conversation I had with Celeste Halliday, who is a leadership coach. And we did a, um, a we had a conversation around how to be more human at work and why it's important. That's the name of the episode. It was episode 214. Here's Celeste Halliday on how to be real, how to be human, and to bring more connection into the workplace. I think actually the biggest thing was not what I was doing or saying. The biggest thing for me was um, listening differently. Okay. Because I, well, when you go into any conversation with somebody with an intention of actually being there for them, connecting with them, seeing them fully and hearing what they've got to say, one of my favorite terms, which came out of um, the health system in London, is listening with fascination. And I love everything about the demeanor of that. You can sort of see how your body changes when you're fascinated with someone. And our world is disconnected. We're, we're having surface level relationships, particularly with technology. And we have such an opportunity to connect people to themselves by listening to them and allowing them to be seen. And when we do that and sort of get out of our own way about what we're trying to get across and who we're trying to be, when we just relax and be there and hold space for another person, then connection happens very naturally. So it's about really taking that pressure off or taking the focus off ourselves and focusing on the other person. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, psychologists uh, say that we spend up to 80% of our time doing what they call covering at work. 
So if you think about how to get a performance or productivity uplift in your team, if you could take 20% off the time they're trying to position or, you know, manage the perception of them in the business or be political and put that into the results that they were trying to achieve, you're, you're changing your results without even really trying. But people have to be aware they're doing it. It's, it's even, you know, an email. You think about you write an email and then you go back and craft it. So it has the right message and it says the right thing and it's in line with your brand. And that's neither human nor real nor personal. You know, we hide behind email um, mm. and we cover up who we are with this version that we want to be. So that was Celeste Halliday from episode 214, How to Be More Human at Work. Now, speaking of connection, as you can see, I'm trying to link these all together here. Speaking of connection, I want to now move on to this excerpt from the episode I did with Phoebe Kuhn, which was episode 211. And that one's called Why You Are the Wisest Person You Know. And in this part of the conversation, I asked Phoebe, are more and more people becoming disconnected? And how do we bring more of that connection into our day-to-day lives? Here's Phoebe. There are a lot of people who are experiencing a disconnection to themselves. And um, I want to reference a really great book that I read last year called Lost Connections by Johan Hari, where he talks about uh, the unexpected causes of depression. And one of those causes is, is disconnection from self, which I believe is really the root cause of our disconnection from others. Can you explain more about that? Absolutely. So I feel like we are living in an age where we are very connected through technology, greater than we've ever been before, and it's really easy to obviously communicate, but we're at a point where we're really, really disconnected in our ability to connect authentically and deeply with each other. So we have less vulnerable moments. We have um, less depth in our ability to relate to one another because everything seems to be a lot more around uh, how we want others to perceive us, which is evident through the you know, the rise of how we profile ourselves on social mm. media and online. So when we're able to effectively cultivate a, a depth of relationship to ourselves, where we are living authentically and according to our truth, following the instructions of our intuition, we don't care how that looks to the outside world. We don't care if our mums are thinking or our friends are thinking that what are you doing sleeping on a dorm room floor picking up rubbish going to illustrative classes we know that there's an authenticity in what we're doing and subconsciously the people around us can sense that you know because we are all animals and so we can sense things without knowing what it is that we're picking up and vibrationally when people are sensing that they, they do want to follow you and they want to ask you, what are you doing that is so miraculous that doesn't really make sense and that is how leaders are born. Such powerful words there from Phoebe Kuhn. Make sure you go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. That's episode 211. All right, we're going to take a bit of a segue now towards the topic of productivity and high performance. And I'm leaning into this conversation I had with Pete Cook from the Thought Leaders Business School. And that episode was 237 and it's called How to Create Powerful Habits and Achieve Mastery. Now, I love the way that Pete speaks. He's so, so thoughtful. And in this excerpt, he talks about what it means to be 100% committed and how that can help you to achieve an outstanding outcome. My One of my favorite sayings from Maharishi, who's my, my meditation teacher, is 99% committed's hard, 100% committed's easy. 
and when you said you must that must take a lot of dedication my thought was uh, no actually it takes no dedication like it took a decision and it took a hundred percent decision but once i'd made the decision it's it's actually really easy it's like is it hard to stay married no it's not it's not hard like i don't i don't have to be dedicated to stay married it's i've made um because i'm a hundred percent in my marriage and a hundred percent in my practice it actually isn't hard what's hard is when we're mostly in but still there's a little bit that's kind of checking all the time i'll give you an, an even more practical example is i used to I don't, I don't run anymore runnings but i used to I used to be a little bit of a runner before kids and what and we where we live is quite hilly and what i and i used to sometimes walk up hills but always the conversation in my head was uh, am i am i when am i going to start walking this is a big hill and there was just this constant talk in my head and then i made a rule that i'm never going to walk that if i'm running i'm running and i can run slowly i can run fast but if i'm running i'm running i'm not walking and that just shut down all that conversation that was constantly going in my head. And so I think in business, it's, uh, it's actually like, it's a similar thing where you set your, your habits or your practices and make them non-negotiable. So I write a blog every week, every Wednesday, a blog will go out and that, that doesn't, it doesn't matter how I'm feeling. It doesn't matter what else is on. It's not most of the time, it's all of the time and because it's all of the time it's never it's not now a conversation my head doesn't go oh, should, should i do a blog this week should i write something should i publish something it's what am i going to write which is a very different different internal conversation you know i'm the same way with this podcast i wake up on a monday all right let's face it wednesday morning and i go instead of going uh, should I release a podcast this week? I go, what am I going to podcast about this week? And that has what led me to getting to episode 250 over five years. That's what happens when you 100% commit to something. Okay, and the final episode excerpt that I'm going to share with you today is from episode is episode 232 with Lauren Lee and that episode was called how to get started in meditation even if you're skeptical. Now I'm a big fan of meditation. It helps me a lot, but I know that for many people it can seem intimidating or like it's not, you know, it's not for them. So I was really excited to have this chat with Lauren Lee where we started off talking about what is that internal chatter that goes on in your mind that can be very disturbing and ultimately this is what meditation can help you with. So here's Lauren Lee talking about that internal narration. So it's not necessarily a problem because it's a function of your brain. It should be happening. You should be narrating. It's when, it's when you have no awareness of the narration that it, you get tripped up. So. Every morning I wake up and I think I got to lose 10 pounds. I, you know, I didn't do this right. You know, whatever the narration is, it's negative, it's judgmental, it's critical, it's your inner critic. It all boils down to fear. Somehow your mind or your narration is thinking you're not going to be accepted. You're not going to be safe. 
So then it's coming up with all the reasons why you got to hurry up and do something so that you can be safe and accepted. So without being able to witness that and hear it, it's going to drive your life. So I'm sure you for sure have, you know, worked with people who have a narration or have a belief or have certain patterns of the way that they think that is stopping them from doing what they want to do. I mean, Oh, I have a narration. Absolutely. Yeah. We all do. Like I'll wake up in the mornings and be like, Oh, I've got to get to that. Do I have an appointment this morning? Oh, I I didn't do that thing yesterday. I need to do this thing now before. And it's just, it's just goes, 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 goes. It's incessant. Constant. It is. It's literally the type of thought that is, it's called incessant thought. Like I call it narration because I think it sounds a little nicer, (laughs) (laughs) but it is incessant. And um, so meditation, especially in the morning. So a lot of us grab our phone first thing in the morning. And I know like morning rituals is some, is kind of trendy and things that people are talking about, but there's something to be said about waking up, taking note of where you are, who you are, what's going through your head, what you want to do today. I have a morning intentions meditation that I know you've tried. I have. Um, I mean, maybe you can talk about that too, but I, uh, I really, really, really firmly believe that being aware of your thoughts is allowing you to live the life you want to live. So when our narration goes uncontrolled, it's really going to spin out and Mm. and you're going to feel it in your life. You're not going to make the decisions you want. You're going to feel judgmental. You're going to judge other people. Um, It really can just run, run its course. So that was Lauren Lee from the episode 232, How to Get Started in Meditation Even If You're Skeptical. You know, doing a podcast every single week, it's very easy to interview someone, edit it, put it together, you know, listen to it once as I'm editing, and then that that's it. You know, but for me to go back and to listen to some of these and doing this the research for this po- for this episode and going back and listening to a bunch of different podcasts that I've done over the last year, it was really, really cool to reflect and to re-listen and go, oh, yeah, that was really cool. I, I learned something from that. And that that made me think in a different way. I think so often we, you know, skim through something or we listen to something and we're, you know, not really fully concentrating on it because we're distracted by something else. And then the lesson is gone or the message is gone. So I think it's definitely worth, you know, revisiting some podcasts that you know helped you, but maybe there, some of the lessons there have been forgotten. So for me, it was really great going through and, and listening back to these episodes, and I hope that this has been valuable and uh, thought-provoking for you as well. So maybe you are inspired to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. I don't know. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode and for joining me again for another week. I really appreciate your support and um, all the feedback that you provided to me. Um, It makes a big difference and and means a lot to me. Um, Before I leave you, another reminder that the C-Method Academy is open for registrations until March the 4th. So make sure you jump on that. There is more information on that landing page, thecmethod.com slash join. That's thecmethod.com slash join. You can find um, the answers to your questions there. Have an amazing day, Rockstar, and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.